Hello, everybody. My name is Aaron. Welcome back to Portland. When this place on Earth. Hello, ladies and gems. This night, this episode, we're going to be interviewing a chef. His name is Stanley Bowen, all the way from the Big Apple, so we can take a bite out of this topic. Hey, Brian, did you know that Chinese food is one of the healthiest cuisines in the world? No, I didn't. But did you know that China is the homeland of tea? Wow, also China uses 45 million pills of chopsticks a year. I didn't know that. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Brian Corder, and it's time to interview our guest chef, Danny Bowen. I hope you enjoy it. So take it away, Danny. What you hook on cooking? Thank you so much for the question. That's a really great question. Um, I think that I first got um, it didn't happen. I used to cook because because when I was younger, my mom was sick, and so I I would help cook dinner a lot of the times um, when she wasn't able to um, at my house while my dad was at work. And so when I started cooking in the beginning, it was it was out of necessity. It was kind of like just to make dinner, and um, I didn't look at it as a fun thing necessarily, but just something that I needed to do, like work. I actually felt like it was a chore. And I think I started to, you know, think about cooking a little bit differently when I got older, um, when I would have friends over for like a barbecue or I grew up in Oklahoma, um, which is, I live in New York now. It's very far away from where, uh, New York is far away from where I grew up. But in Oklahoma, I'll, you know, just like anywhere else, most places of the world, like, when you have a celebration like, uh, or a birthday party or something like that, we would always get together and cook, have a barbecue or something. Um, and I, I started realizing that I liked cooking and started, I got hooked on cooking when I started to realize that um, it made other people really happy. Um, and you could have an impact, you could like um, kind of change people's mood if you cook them really good, tasty food. Also, if you listen to what they like and don't like, um, because growing up in my family, a lot of my family members were pretty picky eaters. So, you know, a lot of times uh, being able to listen to what people didn't like and accommodate their um, requests. Like if I were making burgers at my barbecue, um, current, like now, say today, I was having a barbecue and my son, who's eight years old, is there. Um, he doesn't like tomatoes, so I would make a cheeseburger for him without tomatoes, and that would make him really happy, you know? Um, I think it would make him really unhappy if I made it with tomatoes on it and made him eat it. So I think to answer your question, 
I got hooked on cooking because I realized that it was a pretty easy way to make pe people happy. And it was a nice way to connect with people. Um, you know, rather than just having a long conversation with someone or, or um, you know, I think that like cooking, you can kind of communicate without words sometimes. Um, and I think that was really helpful for me um, to kind of realize, you know, at the end of the day, most chefs are, 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 we like to make people happy and we like whenever people have a good time. So I guess if you were to ask me an age where I started to get hooked on cooking, I'd say probably when I was around 16, like after I could drive my own car, or like, you know, get from, I could go to the grocery store by myself and get my own ingredients. And so around 16 or 17, and then I went to culinary school to become a chef when I was 19. Um, I moved from Oklahoma to where I was. And um, I went to culinary school in San Francisco. Um, and so I don't like going to school as an adult. I still don't like, my son goes to school. He's in second grade. And every day he comes home and he has homework now. And I, I wasn't prepared to do homework again as an adult. Um, but when I was going to culinary school, when I was 19, I wasn't hooked on cooking then, I don't think, because I had to do, it was like a job for me. I was like, it was school. Um, so I think like I kind of go in and out, you know, it's a good question like about being hooked on something because I kind of go in and out of like, you know, um, really being hooked on something. And then like now it also feels like a job to me, you know, my cooking is like my job. But one of my good friends, this chef, his name is Ivan and he has a restaurant in New York. If you ever visit here, you should go. It's called Ivan Ramen. And he had a good point. One time he said, you know, in my life, whenever everything, you can, when I'm having a bad day or I'm like stressed out about something, he's like, if I can just cook, I'm not cooking, everything feels better. You know, I can have the worst day in the world, but if I can go and cook something, then I'm at peace. And that's where I feel like those moments when I'm cooking, um, whether it's at my job or at home, those are the moments that I feel the best. I, I actually do understand what he's saying. It kind of like slows my mind down. And I kind of forget about stuff that's happening uh, in my life. So, you know, I feel like every day I kind of remember if I'm cooking, I kind of remember why I got hooked on cooking. It's um, a really good question. Like, I feel like I first got hooked on cooking when I was 16. And then I stopped being hooked on cooking when I had to go to school for it. And then as an adult, now, you know, I'm, I'm back in love with it again. What are your favorite toppings on that pizza? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you have all the questions. That's a really good question. So, actually, I had pizza last night. Um, and, you know, it's funny. When I was a little kid, when I was about my son, my son's name is Mino. When I was his age, I used to love pizza so much, but I would take the top off the pizza and just eat the bread and the sauce because I love the taste of tomato sauce and pizza together. Like, I love that flavor. So I remember we would order pizza, and it didn't matter what we got because I would just peel the top cheese layer off and eat the bread and the sauce, right? So I feel like as an adult, my favorite topping on pizza 
is probably just cheese. Because when I was younger, I didn't eat the cheese. So I like cheese pizza. But then last night I had a pizza with sausage and onions and peppers on it, um, which was good. I like sausage and onions and peppers. But I feel like plain cheese pizza is my favorite. I don't really like pepperoni so much. Um, you like I, pineapple? I love pineapple on pizza. That's a good, that's a good question. My second favorite, actually my second, now that I think about it, my second favorite pizza is pineapple pizza. Pineapple and um, Canadian bacon or ham. Because think about the smoky flavor of the ham and then the sweet flavor of the pineapple, it's so good. You know, when you make vegan food, I don't know if you've ever, if you ever eat vegan, but with vegan food, you can't eat cheese or dairy or animal products. So I was thinking about this because my friend has a pizza restaurant and I was thinking it'd be really cool to do like a pizza with him. And it would be inspired by my favorite pizza, um, a pineapple pizza with ham, but you can't put ham on a pineapple pizza if it's vegan. So I was thinking, I thought about this yesterday. I was like, well, we can take pineapple and we can smoke it over hickory um, to where it kind of dries out a little bit and gets a smoky flavor. So it's kind of like chewy, like the ham would be on a pizza and smoky, but it's also pineapple. And I thought it would be cool to make a pizza with smoked pineapple on it. Do you like pineapple on pizza or no? Yes. You do? What, what's, your favorite, what's your favorite pizza topping? I like onion. Oh, nice. Okay, Danny, do you cook all kinds of vegetables? And what are your favorites? That's a great question, Brian. Actually, we were just talking about this, but I'm actually coming out with a cookbook um, in August, and it's a vegan cookbook. So um, to answer your question, I really do love cooking vegetables. And I'm not vegan. Um, I don't know if you know what vegan is, but vegan is basically you don't eat any, you only eat vegetables or things that aren't made with dairy or meat, right? And so I grew up in Oklahoma. I was telling, um, telling the group this before you came on. So I cooked a lot of meat and potatoes. I cooked a lot of vegetables when I was a kid. Um, and now as an adult, um, you know, as a chef, it's really easy for chefs. Chefs cook a lot of meat usually. Uh, meat is the main thing that you learn to cook when you start cooking. Um, and some vegetables, but meat is usually the center of the plate. That's the main focus of when you're making something on a menu or in a restaurant. Or So for me, learning to cook vegetables again um, was a challenge. You know, it was nice to kind of take away the things I'm comfortable with, you know, butter or like cream or meat, and just really focus on cooking vegetables and um, so to answer your question, I really love cooking vegetables a lot. And, you know, you live in California. I used to live in California. I used to live in San Francisco. And the vegetables in California are amazing. Like, I get really excited. Like, if you were to talk to me about, like, meat, like, I don't – I mean, I like nice meat. Like, I appreciate a really nice meat product. But I don't get as excited about meat as I do vegetables in a weird way. And um, – I think that in California, you have the most amazing vegetables there. It's really amazing. Um, so I tend to cook, 
when it comes to my favorite vegetables, I would say my favorite vegetables are usually whatever's in season. And I can actually show you some. I have some here with me. I'll just bring you along um, in my apartment. But I usually go to the farmer's market if I can. Um, you know, we the farmer's market in New York is open Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. So it's only closed on Tuesday and Thursday. Um, so I really like, um, right now, it's starting to become summer in New York, um, slowly. So um, we have these really cute, amazing cherry tomatoes right now. And I got some nice little cucumbers here. These are, this is the one on the right, or this, the brighter green one, the lighter green one. That one is a um, Korean cucumber. And the seeds are a little bit bigger in it. And then the one on the left is, um, it would be your right, the brighter, the darker green one, that's a Japanese cucumber. And the seeds are a little smaller and the flavor is a little bit, uh, I would say it's a little bit more intense. And then there's these really beautiful like baby zucchinis here, uh, baby summer squash. They're starting to come in this season. It's funny because these are actually more expensive <laughs> at the farmer's market than buying uh, like a hamburger patty there. Like the, I don't remember how much they were. I think they were like $20 for a pound of these, um, but they're really beautiful. They're very young and they don't say this, you know, they're expensive because they're so small and delicate. Um, I like cooking with lots of herbs. So I always have, try to have some like basil or parsley. Um, and I really love edible flowers a lot because um, they add like a nice, they make everything really beautiful, but they also add a lot of flavor. Um, so these are, um, this is broccoli, like sprouting broccoli flowers. And these purple ones here are, um, I don't know if you can see if I'm holding my phone, but these are, these are onion flowers. So these are chives, chive flowers. And um, they give a really intense um, onion flavor to anything you put on them. So we're actually planning this dinner soon. And we're going to do like this, um, this butter that we mix those onion flowers into. And then we spread it on top of this, um, this grilled, like uh, basically like a scallion pancake. Um, with, where it's basically gonna make a flour tortilla that's really chewy and then grill it over charcoal. Like you cook a burger in your backyard and then spread this like oniony butter on it. Um, so it's basically just bread and butter, but those flowers give it a really strong flavor. And then this is yellow kale. I'm sorry, this is yellow Swiss chard. Um, I always like a lot of green. So if I answer your question, like I like whatever is in season, but I really like greens a lot. And I would say the thing that makes me most excited, um, I'll open my fridge and show you some stuff in my fridge. I got some nice, the thing I get the most excited about, this is kind of funny, but you have a lot of really amazing produce in, in California, even if you go to like, you know, your corner store, Whole Foods or wherever. But um, I love, Really nice lettuce. So this is like my favorite thing. I'm just pulling this up. This is just like a bunch of mixed like lettuce that I got at the farmer's market. So I think my favorite vegetable out of all the vegetables would be like really nice greens or like a nice lettuce. It's really, really great. Cause you can do so much with it. You can cook it, you can stir fry it, or you can eat it raw. You can steam it. You can wrap things with certain lettuces. So, um, so yeah. Hopefully that answers your question. So, yeah, uh, I have another question. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, do all zucchinis, do they all taste the same? Or is there a different taste from 
the dark green, did the night the green? Yeah, that's a great question. I think that there is a difference. I think if you find, you know, regular dark green zucchini that you find at the grocery store that look kind of like cucumbers versus like smaller squash that like that are yellow or like there's some that look like um, pickles that are kind of like that long and they're they're like more of like uh, like a melony color green. Um, they all taste different. So some taste more sweet, um, especially it depends on the time of the year you get them. So if you get them in the summertime and you get the really crazy colorful ones, those tend to have a lot sweeter of a flavor to me versus if you get them um, in the fall or winter, you know, they'll still taste like a zucchini, but they won't be as like sweet. They won't be as robust in flavor. So that's an excellent question. I do think that it does, um, it varies on the time of the year that you buy it and also the size. So if you have a really big zucchini, um, it's great because you can feed a lot more people with a bigger zucchini, but sometimes the flavor I find is more intense if the uh, zucchini is smaller. It's a lot more uh, concentrated flavor. Okay, thank, thanks for answering my question. Yeah, of course. Do you like zucchini? Yeah. What's your favorite way to eat zucchini? I like it uh, cooked. Yeah? Mom used to take it and kind of, do you like fried chicken? Yeah. My mom used to take zucchini and basically when she would make like fried chicken at home, she would also take zucchini chips and cut it into big chips and then put it in the same like batter, like buttermilk and then flour with salt and pepper and a little bit of garlic powder in there and fry it just like fried chicken. And I really liked fried zucchini like that. It's so tasty. And I would dip it in ranch dressing. It was so good. You're making me hungry. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Aaron, do you like fried zucchini? Sometimes. But I really like uh, zucchini bread. Um, which is wild to think about, but it, zucchini has a lot of water in it. It's got a pretty high water content. So when you grate zucchini and put it into like a sweet bread, like a cooked, like almost just like banana bread, it really makes a really amazing bread, um, like a cake that you could eat with like coffee or like tea. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that I liked that until recently. Chinese food, you favorite cuisine? Well, that's a good question, because <laughs> I feel like there was a point, I feel like my favorite cuisine changes every day, depending on what I'm eating. Um, you know, I feel like there's no better food than the food that you're eating in the moment that you're eating it, in my opinion. If it's good food, if food is good, and you're eating it, and you don't want to be eating something else, then you know you're doing the right thing. So, I, I like... Chinese food a lot. You know, I've been cooking Chinese food now for over 10 years. I wasn't trained classically to cook Chinese food. I'm actually Korean. And I was actually adopted from Oklahoma. So my parents are both American. Um, and I moved here when I was only three months old and started living with my family. So I didn't really grow up eating Korean food at all. But I did grow up eating a lot of Chinese food. I love Chinese food. Um, feel like professionally as cook as a cook with mission chinese food my restaurant i it's a different type of chinese food than what i grew up eating so i grew up eating in oklahoma I have a lot of chinese buffets that are like all you can eat and it was a lot of americanized chinese food um kind of like if you've ever been to like panda express or um 
you know, a restaurant that has like sweet and sour chicken or like lo um, mein, you know, roast pork egg roll, egg drop soup. So um, this is very uh, kind of non-traditional Chinese food. But what got me hooked on Chinese food, Chinese food was making like spicy um, Sichuan food. Um, I didn't really discover that until I was in my... Um, so um, to answer your question, I would say Chinese food is one of my favorite food. Probably kind of, it's hard to say food because I, I like all foods so much. <laughs> like, you know, if I'm eating really good Korean food, I'm like, this is my favorite food. Or what I'm eating really good Italian food, I feel like that's my favorite food. But I will say Chinese food is definitely one of my favorite foods to cook. Thank you guys so much for listening. This concludes part one of our Chinese cuisine episode. Stay tuned to next week when we release part two.